All right, guys, welcome back. Episode two, No Boundaries. It's good to be back, boys. Boys, unbelievable stuff right here, dude. Little upgrades for the lads out there listening. Oh, ladies, in the, uh, ladies there too. Um, I look at the ladies. Um, guys, episode two, though, like feeling good, feeling good. We, we got some upgrades here, um, getting together in the little studio also. Yeah, uh, we're in the, in the back streets of Canberra in my apartment. I'm lucky enough to have it and, um, you know, we kitted it out. And we're doing this for, for everyone out there. You know, episode one, the support we got was insane. And, you know, we just want to keep, uh, keep you know, bringing you the good stuff and the, and the good content. And, and hopefully we can go all the way. 100%. I mean, like, I was just pretty, like, pretty, I mean, blown away a little bit. Like, we're saying that off camera a bit, like, in the sense that we knew, like, people were going to listen, obviously. Because, like, But, like, um, but, like, <laughs> but, like, um, This ain't a milli rock, this a money dance And my dick ain't hard, that's a 30 in my pants I got 30 of them bands, I'ma make a script of dance And I'ma fuck a nigga bitch, cause he nerdy, she a fan The molly either white or it's yellow like some sand If you need to hit my line, no, I got it on a man I see cotton thistles and that's what made me all these bands now, obviously like people you know you, we're checking up as to like how many people how much people are listening you know like this most of the people that are out there supporting the podcast we appreciate you so much in the sense of also like they're sticking in the episode listening too which is awesome the retention rate is what we're after and just hope that people obviously are just like relating to what we're putting out there obviously i think that's the biggest thing and just like vibing with the banter that, yeah man you said it there like we uh you know a lot of people are interacting with our posts and um you know we're gonna we're gonna interact as much as we can and towards the end of our podcast we're gonna get back to you and answer the questions up and close up and close personal with froles babs uncut gems <laughs> say less 100 <laughs> percent, man i mean the biggest thing for me with the podcast though i mean obviously we you know we do well want to do well with it and we want people to enjoy it and stuff but i think i like when i sit down and want to do the podcast with you boys i'm like i want people to like flick it on and like kind of have the same amount of fun as we have like recording it because like i, I mean I, i'm speaking for myself here but like i'm loving this <laughs> i'm like ah it's it's exciting it could be in 10 years time you know uh, I'm sure, wait, episode 4000 <laughs> we're still here <laughs> but yeah nah 100 percent. um moving on to a little bit of a you know what what's been happening for you Back in Canberra, how long have you been back for? Uh, maybe about three and a half weeks. Um, got back and just from from quarantine. From quarantine, yeah, that two week two weeks in quarantine and well, it's actually more than two. It's fifteen days. Isn't it's it not? fifteen days. You touch down and you can get there at like eight like eight a.m. nine a.m. That day doesn't even count. So I was pretty livid. Like to the bus driver, I was like, "Fuck, are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, fourteen days and for all the Aussies out there. Um, man, that was so tough and that was, I would never want to do that again. That's partly why I don't want to travel until, you know, things start settling down, but I mean, cause there's obviously still events running at the moment. Like yeah. what, what, what's the current event right now? I mean, Millman's was uh, where again? Well, there's Davis cup just coming up. Yeah, yeah that's right. Next right. gen where, where ATP is that? finals, next oh, yeah. gen finals. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but like current events, like right now you got Davis just cup. Pa where is Paris it? just finished and Italy's Davis cup for the Aussies. Italy. Yeah, I think Turin or something. No, but hang on. On the way back, yeah, I suppose. There's some event on. I can't remember where it is, but. Yeah. But I mean, like at the time, I knew that I had to do two-week quarantine. So I kind of gave like Leighton an insight said, I'm not, I'm not going to play. Because I knew I was going to come back after the US Open. Yeah. And at that time, I'm not going to do four weeks in quarantine. Like. But what was it like, though, going from um, like the airport? Like gives us a little bit of insight. Ourselves here, because we, uh, Frolls and I haven't done that, but gives the listeners out there a little bit of insight as to what it's like. Like you getting picked up, getting shipped off to the hotel, what the living arrangements like, how do they treat you, all that kind of stuff. We actually got treated pretty well. I think the hotel that put us up for the two week quarantine, they kind of, they kind of knew that it was pretty rough. Like the, 
you know, the conditions for people quarantining in a hotel room, eating out of a brown paper, paper bag every day, um, not even allowed to open the door, you get fined like three grand. So, and like on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, I'm hearing a lot of like, you know, females going crazy outside. I'm just like, Oi, let me out of here. I was like, Oi, let me the fuck out. But, um, you know, <laughs> you know, the discipline, Kig's had to stay disciplined in his room, you know. Oh, we had some tunes going. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we put together a playlist. Yeah, I mean, you have to lean. Any Aussie that's done that, you know, you got to lean on the people, you know, on FaceTime. Yeah. You try and call yeah. gaming. You just try and read, try and clean up your lifestyle a little bit, but it's brutal. I mean, we, we spent some copious amounts of hours on that. <laughs> Pokemon, you know, baby. The listeners out there vibing that game, they'll hit me up. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good to have you back, Higgs. Tell us what it was like being back on tour. Yeah, so starting at Wimbledon, yeah. Yeah, Wimby was, uh, you know, one of my favorite tournaments. I always knew that I was going to get off the couch <laughs> from Canberra and, and head there. But um, had Frawls and, and Babs, you know, preparing me when I was back in Canberra. And I think Frawls asked me this question. He's like, how do you guys, you know, weigh up, you know, to some of the other pros on tour? And I'm telling you, you guys hit a you good ball. You said it to us a fair yeah, you hit yeah. a fucking good ball, boys. Don't boy. But, yeah, there was a lot of noise, you know, coming back. Everyone was like, you know, why is he here type thing? And I was like, oh, you know who the fuck I am, baby. <laughs> are you like, are you like, I was like, ah! <laughs> um, got given a tough draw. Um, and, you know, I was in the physio, seeing it on Tennis Channel. I feel like you made the most of the draw. Yeah, Brad Gilbert, that fucking, that fucking chicken. He's just like, Kiggs has no chance. You know, like, yeah, he's just like, hey. I was like, oh, Brad, I've got a bit of talent, baby. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Brad, oh, I actually can play tennis, bro. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I hear it and I was like, you know what? You can't really count me for anything. I've been doing nothing for six months. You got a guy who just won Harley yeah. on grass, beat a bunch of good players. Well, yeah, like people would have been looking at like you got nothing to lose, but obviously like you're playing for something. Like we, we all, like us closest to you know that I mean, guy's got an absolute launcher. Like it can trouble anyone, can trouble the best of them. So like we all know that you know we're, we're putting you in for a fair shot here. But those I think like you know might have not seen you play for a little while would have been like oh like we're a bit worried. Like, you stepped up to the plate. I think you delivered, like, we would all say that you delivered pretty well, like, considering all the circumstances of everything going on. And I think um, the crowd really enjoyed having you yeah. back, so... The crowd was I mean, insane. It looked like an unreal atmosphere out there. Yeah, I've never, ever played at Wimbledon where the crowd was so, like, interactive and actually so, like, rowdy. You know, people yeah, yeah. just sinking pints. But a lot of positive energy, I thought. Yeah, it was, it was like, unreal. For the first time in a while, I thought that that was like... Yeah, that. well, because I played on day one against Umber and we had to stop at 11, 11 p.m. because that's when the curfew of Wimbledon, it was 5 all on the 5th, so we had to go home. I was like, so less my legs are so heavy <laughs> come back um next day and and i think it was 10 8 in the fifth or 9 7 in the fifth and the crowd was i never felt that warmth at wimbledon before um so yeah that was good but atmos for like the way that they were handling the tournament in covid it was a bubble atmosphere i think you said bubble atmosphere so hotel what did that what did that consist of hotel with every player in the event bus straight to the courts and it's just that's it was it. brutal that's it you can't do anything else can't do anything so else. courts gym player cafe uh, practice courts and then back to the hotel room and that's every day for two weeks and it was brutal like I, I'm one of the players who likes to get away you know try and you know spend time with you know Frawls has been on tour with me a lot um, you know just as a coach or more of just like a friend to keep me you know on track because fuck I love going off it <laughs> um, but yeah uh, it was tough like I'm waking up Karen Kachanovs, you know pushing in line for his scrambled eggs in the morning like asked me about his match I was like bro I don't want to fucking talk to you like get the fuck away from me bro like who are you like <laughs> Um, but it was brutal, man. <laughs> no, we gave that in. Hey, shout out, shout out, shout out to Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. I was pretty keen to get to the states because I knew in the back of my mind that the states had opened up their events. Yeah, a lot more freer, huh? Like things, <laughs> things are flying a little diff over there. <laughs> you club until like four or five. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, little Miami, you just like. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's good. That's good. So you went to the US after Wimbledon? Bahamas for two weeks, just to train. Um, uh, you got some good training in over there. Like, who were you able to train with? Uh, Milos has a place over there. So I trained with Milos for two weeks and then went to Atlanta and then stayed in the States basically the entire time and came back home. Just generate. Love it. Uh, out of the two, uh, obviously, like you know, like you said, Wimbledon's obviously your favorite slam, right? Yeah. Out of all four, I mean, Aussie, Aussie's probably my favorite slam. You know, with the home crowd. But I feel this... like if you're an Aussie, you have to say Australian Open. So let's just take Australian Open out of it, right? Because like that has to be your favorite, right? As, as an well, Australian. I mean, the pressures are so different there. Like everyone expects so much out of you. Like sure. you know, if I'm on the practice court and I'm like, if I like let off a fart and shit, like in the media and stuff, like <laughs> it's not like I can't do anything, bro. Like you know. If like, it's just brutal. Okay, so let's take Australian Open out of it because I feel like that's a given, right? French. I mean, French should be just completely terminated from the calendar. Like, it's the worst fucking slam ever. Just because it's on dirt or what? No, I don't mind it. French, Wimbledon, US. What would you say you'd be favourite after that? And since you only played US and Wimby, what, what would you be leaning to? I think Wimbledon, simply because like anyone who doesn't follow tennis knows what Wimbledon is. I feel like it's just like the prestige. Yeah. It's the pre- or the white jackets waltzing yeah. on, like feds with the wool and like... Like feds are walking out on court with a, like, Wait, a white with the vest. Is- I'm just like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Wimby, Wimby. Probably a, good, probably a good point here to kind of just get amongst the, the GOAT topic. In the slams, like, you know, we've got feds, Nadal, Novak all at 20 apiece. All right, can we start at US Open final? Or like where it, where it ended up, right? Okay. Yeah. So we got Novak, yeah, failing to take the lead there. He was a you know good opportunity to and get twenty one. That was the golden slam. Golden slam, golden slam, slam yeah. and yeah. and what Olympics was after that. Uh, oh. Olympics was after that. Yep. So he yeah. So hypothetically, he could have gone golden slam and a, a gold medal. So does that does that like take a little bit away from him being the potential goat here? Like he kind of fail. He cracked. He shows some cracks. He shows some cracks. I mean, uh, I mean, for alls you can answer. I don't. I, like it's, all, it's all obviously personal. I mean, I don't think it... I don't know if he showed some cracks. Like, Federer has choked Grand Slam finals having match points. But just, like, Novak looked very uptight. Like, I think first time I've seen him that uptight and showed, like, some serious cracks there. I think he was nervous. And I think he spoke about after that it was a bit of a relief to be over. Like, yeah. knowing that he was going for that four slams in a row. So uh, It's going to be interesting to see him play at the show and open, I personally think. Like, it's because, like, well, we're from to. that now. Yeah, vaccination. I mean, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get to that. that. <laughs> we'll get to <laughs> settle down. Settle down. We'll move it. We'll move it. But like, yeah, go to debate. I mean, for me, growing up, like it was always like flick on the TV. Like, you know, Feds is on, you know, first or second Rod Laver, you know, during Australian Open. Like I'm, I'm glued to the TV. Novak, Nadal for me, like doesn't come close. But just like Feds is like prestige that like he has when he waltzes on the court. Like guys tipping the... <laughs> Tipping his bandana and just like flicking his like stick around his hand like he literally walks on water. Yeah, I think we uh, I think we spoke about this like it's the same sort of thing. Like Federer for me is like the Michael Jordan of tennis. Um, you know he's got I think what he's done for the sport in general with fans. Um, you know for kids like I think kids mostly look up to Federer if, if they had to choose out of those three. Especially our era. Our era for sure. And I think just as a whole he's done the most to move the sport. I think when he retires it's going to be the biggest hit to it. Yeah, in viewership. Um, yeah, heavy and sponsorships everything and i think without federer there's no Djokovic, there's no nadal like those two guys were chasing him they were they were they were the motivation you know i think for sure i mean how dominant was feds when like nadal and novak won the come up like obviously so nadal dominant. caught feds very quickly yes. into his yeah, career especially rolling girls yeah. I, I know i'm looking at frolls he's like <laughs> but like um with novak he, he hovered for a while like I mean, he was pulling out like junior Australian opens against yeah, Roddy, for example, things like that. There's, what there's changed? <laughs> Let's raise some questions. <laughs> 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 there's a lot that's you know can be said about that. So I just think that like you know goat debate wise, like 
if he loses the Australian Open and like some things like get shown again, Novak. does that like kind of just solidify it for Feds? Or is Nadal the second? I think it's too late. Ready? I think Novak's got the stats already pretty much. Yeah, yeah, like, he's got talk- the best head-to-head against both of them. Are, he's got we are most- talking as of right now too. So like, and we can kind of talk in the next five years, but like right now, for me, it is Feds now. Right now. Yeah, I'll, right now, I'll just say Feds. Right now, I want it to be feds. Okay, so you but don't I think it's feds no anymore because, like, you're literally like whining picturesque, like Moses. I want it like, to be feds. Now you're but I, don't, I think you can't look past Djokovic. The most influential player to ever play is Federer, but I think most maybe what, sorry? the most influential player, yeah, like, okay. people model their games. Like, there's guys like Dimitrov on tour yeah, who literally model his game. In. Like, get your own game. Shout out Gregor, baby. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, um, no, I love Gregor. But like, I mean, look, <laughs> imitation is the first form of flattery. Hundred percent. Wait, we can deep. And um, you know, like, no, no other player really plays like Novak. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Federer was people were imitating him. On, I'm trying to think. Like, I, mean, I do I'm, for God's sake, I do his serve sometimes on, on the yeah, club. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. It's it will, it will be. So for you, Feds as of right now though. Yeah, and if Novak kind of gets over, you're going Novak instantly, kind of thing. So, so, if he wins another, so if slam, you break Novak's, the record, so break the record, Novak's go as of right now. Feds, that's same for me, yeah. and we got you now. That, oh, I used to think you ride and died with Feds, so now, oh, now do, you're showing some crack. Well, Novak's got the best head to head against both of them. Okay, so, so it's just head and to head he's head got the most no- weeks and uh, years at number one, isn't yep. it? Yeah, it just but, um, happened. Yeah. In terms of just straight dominance, though, like I mean, like Bro, Feds Novak's literally so dominant. But he went on that. <laughs> like, how many how many matches did he win? <laughs> I, I, but I'll just eat my words. <laughs> next. What we got next? That's so funny. Oh, shit. Um, moving into a little bit of the NBA, though. There's a lot that we can kind of talk about and like get across with the NBA. Um, how, do, how do you kind of cut that up? Well, I mean, Simmons, everything he's going through right now with the media, it's never easy. And I've told you guys this. Especially, like, you know, you can speak a bit about that. You've copped some, you know, some yeah. media. Yeah, I've, man, I've had some dark days. But with, with something like that, we only get told what's going on. And someone like Simmons with, you know, Everything he's going through, like he's a well-known, well-known player. You know, he's a, he's an all-star. He's got a lot of media attention around him, and he just signed this massive deal that you know every Was athlete wants f- to sign. Five-year, one eighty. Yeah, he's getting give like take, 30, give 30, I think thirty-plus mil a year. Sure, sure, sure. And you know, he's been hard. He's been hard done by by that city. You know, in the playoffs, fans-wise, you know, getting booed, and that's I've spoken to you guys off the mic on this. Like, I've played in Australian Open for four hours, given everything I, you know you can on the day, and getting booed off the court. It's not an easy feeling to. Forget about that and just come back the next year or in Ben's sense, the next game or the next week and just forget about that. Like, Yeah, and play freely. Like he's been training in the preseason for that moment. But then when that's happening, it's like it kind of like flips the, the narrative a bit, doesn't it? Exactly. But you guys know how hard athletes train and how much you give to the sport. You want people, you do want the fans to, to enjoy what you bring to the game. And I, I just don't think that. the city of Philly are enjoying that at the moment. And he just wants to go somewhere where, where he's going to play hard every night. And you know, like people like Bron, you know, they know how good Simmons is and how hard he plays. So. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got the respect from everyone in the league. He's been multiple-time All-Star known. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the thing for me is, like, it's, like, how quickly it turned. Like, he was loved in Philly. Yeah. And then, like, I mean, he showed some cracks in his mental, you know, state, I think, and, like, believing in his ability. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in the one postseason was kind of all it took for it to kind of, like, blow over the edge a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I just, I don't know where he comes, you know, I don't know how that, the situation comes back. You know, you got Embiid kind of saying some things. I mean, I'm sure can only think that the locker room would be quite like, 
Testy. Well, yeah, you got some big egos in there too. You know, Embiid. Oh, yeah, but Embiid. rightly so. Like, Embiid's like MVP caliber also. For sure, for sure. But Embiid, you know, took four years to get going. He was like trusting the process on the sidelines, injured for ages. And the whole city waited on him. And, you know, he's a hell of a player, but I still don't well, think Well, I think he, can... he was copping booze at one point. Yeah, but there's no need to ever, you know, rinse someone's dirty laundry out there. You don't need to comment on it. Like, Embiid could have gone about it better and just said, you know, he's going through his own shit. Um, you know, if he comes back... Like, you know what I mean? You don't have to be, like, saying, like, it's not a daycare here. You know, you don't be saying it like that. No, so. We started from there, but then it, what really set everything off was, like, the coach kind of losing, like, faith in him, I think. Like, and that's big, like, in basketball. I mean, Any basketball's sport. not your favorite thing, is it? I'll leave the basketball topic to you, boys. Let me, you know, relate it to tennis. It's like when your coach, if your coach loses trust in you as a tennis player, like, you're, you're like, up here to here, you know? So it's the same thing across all sports. Like, if a coach loses trust in a player, I mean, you're going yeah, to lower your own belief in yourself, yeah. too. So it's like, I mean, I could only imagine what he's going to have to like regain with the other players in the locker room. The and teams. then now he's, yeah, other teams, other teams too. Or other teams looking at him for potential contracts. Yeah. I mean, he's only hurting his own kind of, and we only want to see Ben do well, don't we? Like, it's like he's a fellow Aussie from Melbourne. Actually went to, uh, went to the same school as me. Actually, I left in grade five or six. And then he was there from like maybe nine to 10 or something like that. And then he finished his last two years in high school in America. But I mean, dude, you just, you just want to see the guy succeed. Definitely. Oh, you just, just don't want to... Yeah, go. Yeah. No, you go, yeah. I was just saying, it'd be good to see like the, him and the team come to a compromise. Like, it's tough with the media out there. Like, it's just, more... I just keep <laughs> laying the heat on as well. Yeah, the media just t turns the heat up on everything, but it's more just a value for other teams now. Like, he's worked so hard to get there and earn those contracts. Like, you know, Boston's... Oh, yeah, Boston, Boston kind of wants to pick him up. I think Boston shows some interest. I think there. Boston would be a good place for him. I mean, you need that kind of elite level point guard to like lead you. I mean, Keep as, much as, as, much as, I, as much as I believe with Schroeder, I mean, that guy's a gunner. But like, that guy's like, but like, uh, <laughs> but like Schroeder, I mean, I just don't know. He was in the Lakers. I thought maybe Boston would be a good fit for him playing with like Brown and Tatum. But I mean, hasn't quite shown yet. We're still really early into the season. We're still plenty of like games to go. I mean, 82 game schedule. I think we're only 11 in. Long season. Long season. Oh, we just want to see him do well. Kyrie Vax status. Or like any like professional athlete. Yeah, kind Oz of. Open coming up. We've got... Is Novak going to be allowed in? Right. Yeah. Do you want to touch on the Kyrie uh, first kicks? Well, I just think Kyrie, Novak... I've told you guys this. I'll say it again. These guys have given so much, like sacrificed so much. They've, they're global athletes who millions of people look up to. And I just feel like it's so morally wrong to force someone to get vaccinated like I'm, I'm double vaxxed if anyone doesn't well, know we're all double vaxxed here we're double sure, vaxxed. in canberra in canberra yeah but i just don't think it's in like right to just force anyone yet an athlete just you, oh, you can't come play here because you're not vaccinated like i think there's other solutions around it i think to get tested every day in the states and then they got rapid tests and it's coming to australia the, the rapid test for everyone out there that don't know about it is what 85 so like 85 success, success rate it takes 15 i minutes. thought it was 75 so that's why i said and you wait 15 minutes and you get a negative test and i think then you're allowed to play well yeah in that sense then the players that are not willing to vac get vaccinated because i think aaron Rodgers is in a similar circumstance in uh nfl um then they're kind of rolling the dice on whether or not they're going to be you know able to play or not so it's kind of like you know if, if you get vaccinated, you don't have to worry about like an, uh, a false positive kind of thing with a PCR. Yeah, and with, but like with the Aaron Rodgers thing, if there's a solution for the people that aren't vaccinated, like they just know they've got to get tested every, every day to second day, they're not going to be lying about their status of being vaccinated. Because there are people now who are saying, oh yeah, I'm fully vaxxed, but yeah, they're not right. vaccinated. Right. Right, so right, then right. they're just like putting everyone under fire. And then sure, sure, sure. you've got to have like, if you're not vaccinated, do this. If you're vaccinated, then you know, you've got to have clear, yeah, yeah. clear direction. Just, I think it's just a tough 
tough situation. Like if you say, all right, Novak, you can come in and you're going to be the same as every other player. It's like for the rest of the citizens in Melbourne. Like, well, yeah, we went through what I think look, I agree, three months. I agree they should be able to play, but like... You've got to take some for precautions. The, for the general population as well, it's like pretty unfair. You can't risk these cities going into another lockdown just to host the you know, Australian Open or, or various events like for New York with... Well, I, I don't think the Oz Open should go ahead, in my opinion. Just for the people of Melbourne, like you've got to send a message. Like they've... How long did you guys do in lockdown? 275 days or something? I think it's 275, give or take. We were the, we were the largest yeah. lockdown city in the world. I think we, we broke that record, which is not something that we're like proud of. Exactly. <laughs> we're all just like let us out <laughs> but, but um the thing that worries me with like when we start not allowing players to play is like what that does to the sport obviously we've, we've touched on the what Novak or you know players like that can't play for, t- for tennis but like with Kyrie in the NBA you got like how many worldwide fans like I, I know tennis is a world, worldwide sport also but like basketball is another level so you got guys like Kyrie who's like literally a worldwide god played with braun nba champion i don't know how many times freaking all-star the guy is and he's not able to take suit up in his hometown but he can go and play in certain cities in the nba with other team against other teams but suit up for those games like that just makes no sense to me yeah i mean there, there's just so many different you know governments and legislations in the states that you just it's so different i don't know how they're going to deal with that but i mean Look, Kyrie's huge, but Novak's on a whole different level to Kyrie, I think. Like, tennis globally is way bigger. You think you think Kyrie's uh, not as big as Novak worldwide? No chance. You look at something like... I don't a, know no, about no, that. No, no, no chance, bro. You look at the, something like the Instagram follow, it's not even close. Right, let's have a gaze. Not let's even guess. close. Let's have a little, little sauce here. Like, oh, live, uncut gems. There's no chance, I don't think. Nah, Novak's definitely more well-known. All right, what, like a fair bit? Or I what? think a fair bit. Okay, so just give a little guess. Go Novak. No, hit me up with the Kyrie. No, I don't know. I, I would say Kyrie wouldn't be above 10 million. No chance. But I feel like a Grand Slam final, like pretty much everyone will tune into that. Like even yeah, if you don't even like tennis. I think Kyrie is... So we've got Kyrie is 15.5 million. And you reckon Novak? Dude, I'm saying Kyrie's a bigger icon, bro. We've got Novak at 9.4. Yeah, but Kyrie, that's just Kyrie Instagram, 15. No but, I'm, no, but I'm saying the NBA is just more watched I mean, guys, I know for a fact that Novak's bigger. Like, I know for a fact. Like, just, bro, like, this guy is like... He is the king of Serbia, bro. Like, think about how big that place and Europe is in general. Like, Kyrie, he's not even playing in the league right now. Like, as of, we're talking about the greatest tennis player nearly of all time. Arguably. Kyrie's, <laughs> not, even, Kyrie's <laughs> not even in the top 75. Wait, I'm, like, wait, I'm like, I'm improving but, it. Yeah, but, yeah, it's got a bit to do. He's got a bit to do. Like, but, like, it's one of the greatest tennis players to ever play the game. Like, Kyrie's unreal, but he's not. The top 75 came out. Kyrie, where you at? Like, did I, like where is it? No, wait, Kyrie's nah, not Lillard, top 75. Lillard took his spot. Are you serious? Yeah. You know, like... Top 75 of all time, the greatest tennis player of all time. Like, Novak, Novak is well-known. No, I'm not trying to say that he's, like, by much, but I just would have thought Kyrie, like, you know, with what, you know, in terms of, like, who he's played for, the teams he's yeah, played for, for sure. the stage that he's played on. Like, NBA Finals, winning a championship is, like, on, I don't know. Like, it's nuts. Well, he's won 20, he's going to have 20-plus Grand Slams, bro. Yeah. In his sport, I mean, he's obviously a judge. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see the full stats, though. Like over every platform, and then like actually, if we just knew the final number, it'd be good. It'd be good to see. A little bit on the uh, the NBA and the rundown of that. A little further on it. Uh, we know you like a little bit of the Portland Trailblazers. I mean, CJ McCollum. Shout out CJ. Right, let me go, baby. Wait, when are we getting you on here, boy? Alpha Rick Amuno. Fuck you, out. Shout out Jay Will. Wait, 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 we fuck with you. 
Uh, um, Celts. Obviously, I'm a Lakers, so we'll get to meet my Lakers in a second. <laughs> the Westbrook debacle. But um, you with the Seas, I mean, like, we, you and I are with our teams. We've got work to do. Uh, Celtics. No, I think, I think we're going all right. Like, I'm in panic mode 12 games in. Panic mode. I think we just got to stick to our guns. A little bit, little bit more time for us to gel. Line, like, lineup changes? I don't think any lineup changes. I believe in our team. I believe in it. Our Horford, gather the troops. So, no, so you're going to say no trades at the deadline will be made? No. Maybe not, but as of Nothing now, big. as of now, I wouldn't hit any panic panic button. I wouldn't. I'd like 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 the Lakers. I'd be just like, it's just <laughs> blow it up, bro. Where, wait, where's the button? Blow it up. I don't even know where to start with the Lakers. Though. That's the problem with no Bron injuries. Injuries right now. Thir- year nineteen. But injuries are over over the team. Yeah, all right. But we'll talk about Bron first. Year nineteen. Guy's still a joke. Yeah, top like three in the 25, league. 25, 7 and 7, kind of. Maybe 25, 8 and 8. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's off the charts. Bron can't seem to be that, like, healthy right now. Like, he's struggling to keep his health, which is bad. Like, if anytime you don't have Bron, world's best player, arguably, yeah. you're not going to win many games, right? But from there, it's like Westbrook comes over from Washington and the guy's just not putting up nowhere near the same amount of numbers as like, that we got him for. Yeah, it could be a bunch of things. I think, man, Westbrook... MVP scoring title. I think it's the media can't be helping. You know, every time we listen to like, you know, Skip or any of these guys, is blowing. <laughs> what a deal, baby! <laughs> Have you seen the Skip vid? They're just um. I think so. Skip basically like hates on certain players that are doing. Better. And just like, but I'm talking shits on it. Like, like I mean, like he's like calling Russell Westbrick like, and stuff like it's that. A like live on TV. Like and, and, and we've got this brother that like you know basically hates speech in this kid. And then and then turns around and is like like has has one good game. So Westbrook tomorrow has like 40, 10, and ten. <laughs> like it's gonna happen. But 40, 10, and ten, and then skips just like what a do, baby. And then sticking on like Westbrook's like jersey and shit. Yeah, I don't know Westbrook. I just I got such a swing and vote. We love him. I just want to see him go back to his his old self. Honestly, I think if he's playing the way he can play and LeBron's healthy and AD's healthy, I think the Lakers are still the favorite. They've got to be. I mean, Brooklyn. If I mean, Curry, you know, there's going through the, the uh, going through the uh, standings. There's teams that I like would not have believed to have been where they're at, like Warriors, nine and one. Yeah, maybe not nine, nine and one, one without Clay. Maybe like, not where they're going to be with Clay. <laughs> like, they're going to be like seventy three and eight. Uh, sorry, seventy four and eight. Yeah, well, I mean, Warriors are always going to be good, but not nine and one good. Like they barely. No lost. chance. Like Curry had the other day, what, like fifty eight and eight. Or yeah, 50, 10, eight, 50, eight. 10 and seven. I can't sleep on the ten. That's kind of like a walking double double. Yeah, so boys, you know, I was looking um on social media and I was just watching Indian Wells and I saw you know Jack Sock was playing. Shout out Jack Sock, mate. Let's go, sis. Let's go, sis. Oh, we get sis on the potty. Sis. Oh, he's, he's already said he's coming. I'm holding till. And I watched Milman versus Sock first round Indian Wells. You know, good mate Sock, but Milman got him and I watched the interview post and like someone like Milman, you expect him to be energetic. You know, pretty pumped with a first round Masters win against. As he should be. As he, he should, should be. be for you sure. know, sis is very very. Good player. And the way he's playing now, you know, when, and, um, you know, Milman's just like, I just want to go home. Like, literally, like, two sentences in, I'm just like, I had to, like, pause, rewind. And he's like, I just, it's, tennis has been brutal. Like, Mil- Milman said that he had enough on tour kind of thing for the year. Like, he wants to come home. I think, Mil- he, Milman. I think if you watch it, he literally said this could affect, this year could affect how long I actually want to be playing for because of the ability for Australian tennis Career players. Career-wise. Yeah. Well, he's 30, nearly 33. Sure, sure, sure. But, like, Milman bleeds at that. He's, in his, he's almost in his prime. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you look at him play, yeah. you know, like, yeah. he's born. Yeah. For sure. And I just, like, you know, something like that shows how strenuous it's been for Australian tennis players during this time. Like, compared to, say, Europeans who can lose one match, take a flight two hours or train even for yeah, Europe. And have no quarantine coming Yeah, up. and then be back home with your parents or family, recharge, 
or girlfriend, whatever it is, yeah. see your dogs. Yeah, whatever your outlet is, whatever your outlet is. Yeah. Definitely the toughest thing for being an Aussie, even in a normal year, like it's tough to come back to take that 24-hour flight and then go back. Like, yeah, the two leg, 23, 24 hours. Like it's still a long flight regardless of the quarantine, but that just makes it 10 times worse. I mean, like you just said, Fools, like it's always been like that, but it's like, I mean, there's got to be, there's got to be a change. I think that's where it's come in now. Like I think when Milman made that comment, some of the states um, and territories in Australia hadn't changed the rule whereas i think now as we speak right now the current rule is there's no quarantine coming from overseas because now we can leave no, overseas right it's, it's seven days at home now no but if you're double vaxxed if you're double, if you're double vaxxed no quarantine i believe as of right oh, now. okay like okay. as in literally like you know wednesday oh that's that's good i, think. I don't know about victoria but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nothing so. no, but Brisbane, <laughs> but Brisbane, Brisbane, i'm not i don't know about dan but <laughs> Brisbane, you can't even travel interstate yet without doing it even if you are Br okay so Everywhere but Brisbane, I believe. Oh, what, about, what about WA? Uh, WA, yeah. WA. I think Mark. I don't even know where the fuck that place going. is. <laughs> Shout out WA, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love Shut that. Shout out Pessy Pessy. Shout out you, Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. No, I don't like I don't like Perth at all, bro. They got so many great white sharks nipping at your heels. Yeah, have you seen those beaches? There's some. Talent on those beaches. Oh, let me kill the fucking lifeguard. <laughs> we recorded that from Perth or what? <laughs> <laughs> on set, mate. Uh, well, on location, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, I mean, Milman being away for that long or any player in that regard, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how fresh they rock up at the start of the year, you know, for these events coming up really soon. It's not long until these events. It's not a couple months. I mean, that's what we're preparing for right now, no? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm basically straight into my training um, at the moment. You know, I've been seeing my physio, been monitoring my training load. I just yeah, actually, Jimmy, let's go. We, we see you, baby. And um, yeah, just, I actually just what about hired, Big Will? Um, big Will? Yeah, Big Willie. Big Willie. But just hired, hired, hired my new strength conditioner, Dimitri Moyas. Oh, yeah. Shut up, Dimitri, mate. Oh, yeah. We had a little good session today. First, first, first we session. We did have a good session, though. We did a good session. Good session. <laughs> my legs are feeling a little like jelly. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, you know, in training, got Babs here, Frawls, and a couple guys from Melbourne. No, shout out, I'm just seeker, baby. Hey, I'm just seeker, mate. We make a move. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I got a good team around me now, so I'm basically just into my training till the, the Australian Open. It's been good to kind of get together in that regard. From me being in Melbourne, like being in that lockdown. I mean, also Omar, we haven't really seen much daylight, you know, for a little while. <laughs> like, you know, in that sense, it's been good to kind of get amongst it, and also you know, spend a little time out on the streets too. Like, wait. We've been generating at some places here. Hundred percent. Shout out the people's world, baby. Assembly, baby. Hey, <laughs> let's get the owner on this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> fucking go, dude. Is that what they call um, the assembly? Pub. assembly uh, yeah. Is it a club or a bar? Like, the, I never the, the know because it's pub. so loose. Yeah, it's true. People's pub. Yeah. People's Wait, pub. that's the motto for it. Yeah. People's pub. People's pub. And I'm just like waltzing every night. Oh, you're just like. Oh, oh, after this podcast, you best know what I'm fucking. I mean, dude, if you guys listen to the No Boundaries potty, like, come, come see us at assembly. We'll, we'll be throwing back some frothies. That was so good. Oh man, that's good. Nah, but you know, for everyone out there listening and supporting the podcast, I think it needs to be said is like we appreciate you beyond all. You know, I think that's first and foremost. Those listening, appreciate you. Um, secondly, I think you know what we need to address is upload schedule. Now, just expect <laughs> expect some serious Don't make generation. Any promises here. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna over, I'm not gonna overreach. <laughs> expect some serious generation on the weekly. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's fair, fair, fair to say. I mean, you might get some like extra, extra stuff here and there. We're, we're going to bless you. We're going to bless you. But I think 
I think it's fair to say like weekly. Definitely for now. Definitely for now. Like we're all in Canberra. Like we haven't seen each other since the last potty. For sure, we'll be why pumping not? out it's episodes. Like a fat, why not? It's like, what's your why, baby? And we got, <laughs> <laughs> and we got a lot of good topics too, you know, I think, especially now. I think we've got a lot of we're going to interact oh, with the fans a lot, and too. even like with with the setup, like we're sitting here like studio level kind of like yeah, we vibes. Feel like, I feel comfortable. Yeah, let us know what you think of the setup. We we put in some effort. Yeah, here, we've so. opened up the wallets a little bit. You know what I mean? Like we've reached in quite deep. Shout out, oh, shout out, cameo, baby. Fuck. Nah, it's gonna be good. I think uh, I'm just looking forward to the, you know the generation, the vibes. I mean, wait, we've got we've got some special guests lined up. Like it's worth a listen, as you said in the first episode. It's worth a listen. Shout out little EJ. I mean, <laughs> we're waiting for you. Speaking to more of the Instagram, we posted um, fan questions, thoughts. You reckon it's probably a good time for it? Probably a good time. I and mean, we're hitting we're hitting some you know serious time on the on the uh, old recorder here. So I think we're kind of leaning into that. Well, I just feel like you know we want you guys to know that we are gonna give effort to you guys and whatever you want to ask us might be myself froles babs like we all have some great experience under our belt um you know we've seen we've seen the world we've seen some dark places you know we've we've seen some dark places overcome some like i'm talking like the red light district in amsterdam baby (laughs) i love that place shout out amsterdam mate (laughs) oh god i was gonna actually say i was actually gonna lead into that since you actually brought that i was like my question to you boys. I actually kind of like thought of one on the fly. <laughs> Fuck. God. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we've seen some dark places in the world, right? Top one like dark place for each other here. What, what, like just on the fly. It's got to be somewhere in Asia or or um, what do they classify? Like Turkey is Turkey, part of Europe. Back check on that. But for me, either like somewhere maybe like deep in Indonesia, like some like shady places. Like I went and played in Jakarta. Uh, one time and like you know it's like most eye-opening place you've been to or like well, kind of like i think for, no no not like not like hardest like matchup wise like against players there and like level um it's more so for me like i took the drive from like i got picked up from the airport in indonesia jakarta and it was like an hour and 15 minute drive for example <laughs> this is real and um i'm just sitting in the car and i was like dude like where are we going yeah like i i'm by myself i think i was like this was like three years ago, so just before kind of COVID. I was coming from like Malaysia, maybe, battling a little injury, like niggling my arm. And so I'm not feeling that good. Hop in a car by myself. Don't know who's taking me where, you know, wherever we're going. I think we're going to the the, um, the tennis club because then you go from tennis club to the hotel. But man, like eye-opening in the sense of like, I'm looking at kids running down the street, like barely clothed and like, you know, <laughs> like uh, string, like strings underneath their feet for like, you know, a, a makeshift sandal or something like just like hanging from their ankles and stuff. And it's like, dude, I feel like a lot of people out there, like we can really like hang that on people that like haven't traveled and had those eye experiences. It's like, there are people out there struggling and like we're out here like blessed enough to have like three, what are these like $450 marks for Christ's sake. And like, I mean, dude, we, we feel good to be able to like, kind of, well, I feel good that we can kind of like bring that to people. Well, it's not, it's, it's that too, but it's the fact that like in, in Thailand or these places, like a couple kilometers the other way is like the rich. And it's like such a disparity. Yeah. Disparity is in, in, insane. Like I was in, in uh, New Delhi and I was in this like six star hotel. They put us up and then like over the pool fence is literally just full blown poverty. And I was just like, like, I just looked over, I was like, How's that? How's that possible? Yeah, it can be such a different like level of lifestyle. Well, that, that's what I mean. Area. That's what I mean. Like people don't like get that. It's like you know we sit here and like we got our, like everyone's got problems in the world. Like obviously how great, how small they are. Yeah. It's up to the person to like gauge that. But like 
know, these people got like, <laughs> like maggots in their food and stuff. Like that's baseline, like what like human level kind of like needs to be ri- like, you know, risen in that regard. Definitely. I think I'd agree. I think Asia has the most eye-opening places. And like we don't, we, we saw it, but we actually lived it for a bit, I thought, like playing those tournaments as juniors. Mm, we weren't for sure. know, staying in the best hotels or we had to go through the streets, do our laundry, all that type of stuff. Like we... Well, even on the Futures Challenge. Exactly. And we had to like balance our studies at the same time as trying to play a decent level of tennis. Like we were going through and living it like, had to be careful what we're eating. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, hundred. Like I'm, I'm simply just eating white rice. Exactly. And it's and like, like, it might be a funny story for people to be like, uh, like, you know, uh, like ha- what we're eating on tour. Like Babs is having like just straight yeah. white rice. Like what's wrong with reason. it? But like, I was worried that I was going to get food poisoning. Like and people got food poisoning. I did. Like I once shut my pants like low key. Like oh, for everyone out there, like I was playing juniors, woke up like food poisoning, pants destroyed, like, <laughs> like unfucking wearable threw them over the balcony, like, pops your uncle, like, <laughs> gifted into someone, like, nice, I, I promise you, I was, I was, I was rooming with Jack Shapansky, <laughs> shout out Shipper, baby, <laughs> but, um, seriously, like, I woke up, I like, f- smooshing everywhere, just everywhere in my pants, like, <laughs> done, was that, was that, Oh, I don't know, Malaysia or, or Korea, that Jeju. Shout out Jeju, baby. That place, fuck. Oh, that, that was bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, more fan questions. For, yeah, for you, would you agree though? Just like before we jump on to the next part, Asia or like what? Like we've all been, yeah, we've all been we around. I've never been to Africa, so I reckon that. No, but I think, they don't they classify Turkey as Africa? Like, mm, Possibly. I would say Manila though, Philippines, yeah. Like for me, I remember when I, I was there with Nick. We'll, oh, you were there too, I think. We were like fifth. Man, I've lost track of the countries, to be honest. Like it's a blur. Just going to the ATM and pulling out money and have like these kids just chasing you. Have you had, yeah, I was about to say, that's probably the next thing is like going to an ATM, I'd actually feel scared. Because it's like, I'm pulling out my wallet. I don't know what's around doing like 85, like look left, look right. And I'm like pulling out money and I'm like, dude, I got to walk back like three Ks to my, my hotel or something like that. You know, like, and it's getting dark. It's like, so can elaborate in that regard. Um, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this, but a story on to a deep moment. Oi, uh, like, Kiggs, what about this for Kiggs? If you if you if you want me to give you a story like that's top notch and like no like I can give you plenty. Like I'm not going over the top, but I, oi, for the viewers out there, oi, you best be tuning in. <laughs> oi, as long as we're not throwing anyone under the bus. No, 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 no. I'm talking about throwing myself under the bus. Okay, all right. All right let's let's we'll dabble. Well, it depends. Like, you got to. Right, what on. do you want to know? Like, right, right. Well, I was going to talk about the story in Budapest, like, because I was a little bit of a oh, low little moment younger. for you. Oh, I, I actually you, have another. Oh, I now. thought I thought you were talking about some of the stuff that's happening now. Thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, <laughs> we'll, I reckon oh, we, yeah, we get to that say, later. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Budapest. Oh yeah. Are we allowed to talk about that? Like, of what? It was like it was like ten years ago. Yeah, hit of it. Of course we can hit it. Oh yeah. I'll take it out post-production. No, it's good. It's if good. it's bad. It's good. Like, you know. Apologies, all- guys, if you guys don't hear this in the end. It wasn't always, you know, such smooth sailing. <laughs> it's, oh. Where it's never been smooth sailing. Like, <laughs> all right, slap it up. Let's go. You want to say it? Or? Well, I think for Nick, it was a little bit of a low moment, wasn't it? Like, well, yeah, my parents were really disappointed. I just remember sitting in the room with you. You, you were in tears and oh, near, I think, no, your no, mum no, was I'm on the phone. Oh, no, just, I'm, I'm already with you boys on this one. Yeah. I'm with you. Well, uh, look, Nick's at the end of the day... on the phone, absolutely screaming down the phone. He's got to go on a 24-hour flight back by himself as yes. a 15 Yeah, but there were, there were others involved too. No, no, it was all me. <laughs> yeah, there were others, there were others. But go on, go on. <laughs> it was all me. Other people were just watching on yeah, as Nick okay, okay. did his thing. Innocent bystanders. So, so Frawls and Jake in the room. Oh, shout, shout out the whining boys, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so Jake and Jake and James in the room next to me, 15 year olds, you know, and I'm room with Jared that week. And in he Europe, just lost no, in, in Europe, yeah, Europe. he lost in qualies. And I just wanted to cheer him up. Like he wasn't talking to me. I was like, come on, man. Like it's, you know, let's have some fun. So yeah, open the window. Yeah, yeah. So we start throwing like, you know, I start scrunching up toilet paper and wetting it, throwing out the window. 15 year old, I think it's the fucking funniest thing ever. And <laughs> to, be, to be honest, you know, I do that out now in my apartment. <laughs> you know, and I said, what did you do, man? What did you do? I, I am back, man. <laughs> but, um, you know, things, things escalated a couple of hours. We're having fun. Things are dying down. So I was like, all right, last one. And little did I know this was going to end my trip as a 15-year-old in the middle of Europe. I pick up this plastic bag in my tennis bag. And I was so like... So wait, hang on. It escalated from toilet paper to like... To coins. We threw like little metal coins and stuff. So went from toilet paper to coins? Yeah. And then like... <laughs> what gave it away though was the, the goo. The goo I had like little goos. I had a change of ends and it got stuck in someone's like um, windscreen wiper. But this one... I wasn't here for this one though. Filled a paper bag. Nine, it's about nine kilos heavy. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm really struggling to carry it. And, and Jared's like nah, laughing and he's like, yeah, do it, do it, do it. And I like sort of kind of trip over and it just falls out of my hand out the window. And I just look at this nine kilo payback full of water, just smash onto this Mercedes AMG, destroys the windshield and the, and the roof. And I'm just looking at it. I quickly close the doors and I'm just sitting there on the bed. I'm just shaking. I'm just like 15 year old. I'm just like, and like Frawls and Jake run to the room. Do you guys hear that? And I was like, oh, I heard it. I saw it, but it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Straight like first instinct there is just like you know just final the night, night, night. That's life lessons. <laughs> and the coach is like, oh, if you own up, we won't tell your parents, and you know the insurance will cover it, and you know we can we can continue to fess up the next day on the flight two days later. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember sitting in my room and just hearing this huge bang. Like imagine like a car just. Total, like the car, the car was thought, gone. First thought when you saw it land on the windshield, and and then because like I've 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 seen a windshield break in my life too, different reasons, but I've seen it break and like, oh, bro, sharp bricks. Like, well, I thought it was the ripples, the, the window. Oh, so you didn't think it broke? I don't think the worst part was the windscreen. It was actually the roof. The, of roof the car was, was like because I was thirteen levels dented. up, bro. Wait, 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 wait. I, I've never heard this. The actual roof of the car caved in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, dude, yeah. that's another level. Think about it, nine kilo bag traveling at like. I think I think that extrapolates to like, like kilos. I think like three thousand. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like into the air. It's like me. <laughs> but that was a small one. I'm I'm glad I didn't have to share any now though because you would. Well, I mean we've all messed up. That's life lessons there though. I mean, well the main reason was you were probably just trying to cheer Jared up. I that's, was. That's you, mate. You know. Yeah. And, like he, I, and I cheered him up. Oi, I was oi, fucking oi, successful oi, with that. Oh boy, did you cheer him up? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was lost to the tour. Nick went home early. We were still I'll, in the double. Actually, note, remember I wrote a note for you guys. Yeah, I was like, like, go on without me. Crime base. <laughs> did you actually? Yes, what did I go? Remember I left on the pillow. <laughs> what, what was your thoughts on that though? Because you were there, right? I just remember the Todd, our coach, coming out, like waking us up the next morning, banging on our doors, going, "All right, boys, come out here in the corridor." Lines us all up. Look, boys, there's an incident yesterday downstairs in the car park. I wish I could. Does anyone know anything about this? And just looks at Nick straight away. I'd pay goes, so much money Nick, to see your face. Do, do you know, know anything about this? And and Nick like, just goes. I was like, no. I got no idea. No, I was like, no, I got no idea. I was told, my knees were just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was 15, bro. No, but I would pay money to see Frawls' face on that. Like, I mean, Frawls just would look like he said a ghost. And he'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> it was a ride, right, though. Like you look back at it, it was a bit of fun. I, I actually caught on like a little way into that. I was like, I think I know this story. Well, well lucky nothing I'm bad there. Like, that, that yeah, it could have hurt someone. Really bad. 100%. Yeah. Life lessons as we yeah, said. Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. 
Oh, shout out to that Miami hotel, baby. I was like, wow. I just thought I was like, <laughs> we'll save that. I think it's called the Epic Hotel Miami. Check it out. Wait. Crazy bitches. <laughs> I'll just say there's some stories. We've got some stories lined up. We're going to have to just make an episode where it's just like best stories. Sure. I think that has to be like that for people to truly grasp. Like, I mean, this is episode two. Like people are only going to get more of it. Like, you know, more of us as they listen, you know, I think as well, the fans should on Insta or whatever, wherever, just let us know what you guys want to see too. Heavy, like, heavy from you for Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Yeah. I think that's very vibey from you. Bro. I'm, like, I'm liking you. That's, that's, that's why we pay him the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to you, baby. <laughs> Fan questions, boys. I think we, we, we posted that last week before I came up here. Everyone hit us heavy with that, which is awesome. Obviously, we're still growing our Instagram and stuff like that. So, guys, make sure you do follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. First question from Anko Chan. Okay. 2525. I'm feeling quite... Shout out, Anko. Feeling quite anxious about my future lately. What do you do when you're feeling anxious about the future? Do you want to hit us first on that one? Yeah, well, I think uh, we spoke briefly about this. Keith gave a really good answer, so I'll leave it to him. But, and then but, for me, okay. just trying to like be active, like whether it's in the gym, on the tennis court, just something like trying to exercise. So yeah. simply, like, kind of simplify like life a little bit in that regard. Go back to the basics. Release those endorphins. Try like free your mind a little bit through that. For me, that's something I definitely... Well, you automatically start feeling way better yeah. in that regard when you start like exercising. Like, I mean, I walk on court sometimes. I'll have all the problems like I think I have got. Uh, just as much as any athlete does in the, in their own field, but like for me, I'll like f- fifteen minutes into the uh, session, like I'm already like forgetting that, and like I'm already like on to the next thing. You got to yeah. find things to take your mind off it. Amount of times I've been on a, on a basketball court. basketball, <laughs> a lot of anxieties from like looking into the future and what's going to happen. Like yeah. you can only really control like the present. So yeah, I've, I mean, focusing on that like definitely helps. Yeah, man, Frawls just touched on it. I think. We all, as humans, have this picture in our head of what things need to be like or what's the perfect thing for us in that moment and it doesn't need to be like that. Like, I don't think you want to chase perfection, just chase progress. Like every day, try and get better in one thing. You know, keep it simple, exercise, clean up your diet if you, you know, you're eating Heavy. pretty bad. Heavy. Um, but shout out be on me. Shout out be on me, baby. I think another one is just not competing with anyone. Um, yeah, social media big, is, big. I'm a victim to that. I was a victim to that early in my career. Social media is a big problem. It's like epidemic. We need another episode on that, but that's an epidemic. It is. We could do a whole thing on that. We will, we will do a whole thing on that. Like, but, man, as soon as you stop comparing, like, because if you can look at yourself in the mirror and just know that you're yourself, you're proud of that. Yeah. You Your know, family's you, proud of that. Exactly. You walk into every room as yourself. You, you know, you don't try and be anyone else and just stop competing with anyone. Like, someone has that, but look, you've got beautiful things around you that you just need to focus on. Um, it's a day-by-day challenge, too. Like, there's no real answer for it, I feel. Everyone's different. Babs is different. You're different. I'm different. <laughs> and we're all just, we all know. I'm really different. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just, we're all battling. We're like, I deal with anxiety every day, but just, hey, just comment to the no boundaries. We'll reach out to you. Shout out no boundaries, babe. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah, hey, shout out no boundaries, babe. Hey, babe. Let's go, babe. <laughs> but Anko, that's, I feel like that's good very good question, Manko. I mean, for me, I think, I, I think, I hope people can like when they're listening to the podcast and it's a mad question from Anko, but I hope people like can kind of relate to us on that level of it's cool to be different too. Like, I think that's the message that you try and set, like, you know, how you carry yourself on tennis court, like be different. Like I've seen, I've seen that like across heavy, like so many different things with you. It's like, it's cool to be different. Like that sets you apart from everyone else. Like the world would be boring if mm. we're all the same. And I feel like there's a lot of people that don't think like that. 
Like, I mean, you guys, you, those listening to the podcast and watching the podcast are only going to get a sense of how like messed up I am. But like, that's just who I am. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say messed up. No, that's but like different, like as in warped. Like people would be like, like some people are going to be listening, to, listening and watching and be like, dude, like he's an absolute sicko. But like, I'm comfortable in my own skin yeah, and good. that's all that matters. I know what you mean. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to like be somebody I'm not. Like, Definitely. you know, what you see is what you get with me and I, that's much the same for you. And I think that's why like we have a good dynamic too because like we are like what you, like what you see is what you get with us. And like you said it just there, like it's not, a, I don't know if it's genuinely about being different, but I feel like to be a professional tennis player, everyone thought they had to be a certain way. Like carry yourself like Federer, Nadal, Djokovic. And I train with Frawls, I train with Babs and little did I think one day that I was going to be beating these guys doing it the way I was doing it. And then all of a sudden it happened and I was like, you can do it. You can do it your own way. You just got to believe, be confident, just in anything you do. In anything you do. It could be like any sport or a job you have. Just could be there's a podcast, no, could be anything social exactly. media. Yeah. There's no one cookie cutter sort of thing for, you know, you can get there doing it your way. You know, obviously I'm talking hard work. Like you can't, there's no fucking, like, it's not overnight way to success. No. But you can do it in different ways. But, embra- but embrace that too. I think yeah. you got to embrace that. Yeah. All right, Keeks, next question. Who's it from? Um, from Epic Tennis Compilations. Shout outs, baby. <laughs> Who are some of your favorite players on tour? Best guys, most underrated players, best gamers. But we'll just say, you what know, to it now or growing up, favorite players on tour. I'm I mean, obviously, frozen. Feds is like that's okay. a given. I think for everyone, pretty much. Chewing, 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 chewing. Um, I'm gonna go Neil Bandian. Mm. Guy's got a killer backy. Clean game, and Suck. to this to this day, still as well. You know, he's coaching Kasmanovic now. Saw him at Wimby, and the back end so clean, like sloppy rig, but <laughs> unbelievable back. David. David, guy, guy has a couple shots. You can you can tell. He gets loose. Yeah. Jer- for sure, gets 100%, loose. One hundred percent. So he's spending that. Like, so he's spending that coaching coin at the bar. One hundred percent. Yes. Say less. <laughs> I think for a lot of Aussies, most shoe in for me would I'd be leaning towards Leighton. Shout out Leighton, mate. Wait, shout out Rusty. Let's go. Um, but I'll step aside from that. A bit of was, God. <laughs> Jesus. I think stepping aside from from Leighton. Uh, would probably be either Baghdadis. One of you guys kind of mentioned Baghdadis like recently to me and I was like, dude, I watched so many of that guy's matches, especially early on tour, yep. obviously. I uh, kind of dropped away a little bit. Clean, but, uh, but came on like surging onto the tour. Yeah. God, just Only like, rolled up for Melbourne though. Like, yeah. Yes, bro. He's yeah, it was like for all the fans, it's like, oh. <laughs> Had the worst year in every year. Just, <laughs> dude, like, oh, just, <laughs> just lobbing toilet papers in the grandstands and shit. She was a circus. It was fun to watch. I like Novak early. Yep. As much as I don't really, I would openly say he's not my favorite now. Yep. Uh, for like a lot of the reasons outside of tennis and stuff, like just him as a like image, I would probably say. Yeah. But uh, vibed with his uh, early career for sure. Like just the way he kind of like went about it. He was kind of the f- evil Novak. The evil Novak. The not giving yeah, a fuck Novak. Yeah. Didn't care about like anyone. Novak. Vibe it. That's what I need. Just like how he kind of like held his, himself on court. Like just didn't give. Look like he gave two shits about other people. Yeah. Like, and I know that sounds bad, but I'm saying just like... As a competitor, when you're on court, though, it's Was different. comfortable in his skin, yeah. is what I was vibing with. Now, cracks. Shout out Novak. I was open doubles, baby. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding, Wait, bro. That would get me. I wouldn't that do that to myself, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking for you, Kicks? Uh, growing up. Growing up. Who you I remember um, watching Song of the Year that... I think I was might have been sitting with you or O'Connell on yeah, Show Court 3. We watched him against Almagro. Yeah, Almagro. He won, he won him Who? five. Songer. And he was oh, El Magro and, he, and it was second round. And I was like, bro, this guy's like, I was thinking he's so raw. He's fun to watch. Charismatic. Ended up so making flaring. final. Ended so up making flaring. final that year. That was against, oh, oh, against Novak. And then Novak. Novak. Won the first set, I think, 6-4. And his dad was just like, 
<laughs> but um, Songa, that's I thought he was cool. Um, Songa and Monface. Songa and Monface. But I didn't yeah, watch too much like, of Monface though. Growing oh, you didn't? up, like I just didn't watch that much tennis to be honest. It was rocking like the the cornrow braids and yeah, stuff. I would have like, been. So I would have been fucking so with him. And he's he's an unreal guy. Like, like when Monf was like winning big matches and shit. I was yeah. But that's that, that's the thing. Like I'm looking at these guys, and you know I'm seeing them in the locker room now, practicing with them, playing with them, and it's it's crazy. It's Especially Songa, I think that was a big one for me when I played him, because I looked up to him a lot. And I don't know. It was it was that was probably probably my favorite player was probably Songa. For, like you touched on that, like being with him and stuff, like in the locker rooms and stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's been cool experience for like us three in that regard. Like junior Aussie. Yeah. You're top playing at the top level, but you've in, you've involved us at the top level too, yeah. for like Frawls and I. Of course, and we've been we've been amongst that, so it's been cool to see that side of them too. Like we've yeah. met like numerous players yeah. in that regard, and like you know, it's been it's a cool kind of yeah. experience in that yeah. sense that like not everyone gets, which is which is pretty dope. Yeah, we can uh, we can leave those stories for another time. Though I got some very good locker room stories. Got to keep them quiet though. Got to keep them no, quiet. Well, like oh, I said, like, shout, out, <laughs> shout out bath towels, baby. <laughs> shout out what? Bath towels. Oh my god, dude. If he's listening right now, he knows exactly he's about to get railed. Wait, save for another time. Target on your back. (laughs) 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 Boys, I had a vibe doing this app. I feel like, you know, we're at the, what, hour mark kind of thing. I feel like it's flowed pretty well. I'm happy with where it's at. I'm excited. We've got so so many different ways that we can kind of spin it. Future app's going to be a joke. I feel like this is probably a good spot to kind of like, you know, leave it there. <laughs> Get amongst out the bars right now. <laughs> but um, Go have a beer to relax after this. A couple of beers. A couple of frothies. I think we've earned, we've earned it though. 100%. Okay. Why do you work? 100%. And like, what's your why though? You know what I mean? Like, we're out here like on court right now training what? Like, we did three and a half hours today? Yeah. Gym, gym, like, gym, gym hour and a half. On court for an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, and then, you know, once, once I have a couple of beers, you know, I jump in around for an hour and a half. <laughs> fourth, fourth set Aussie. Let's go, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Loki, I, like, I'm super excited. Um, you know, people might think that, you know, I'm just doing this for any sort of reason, but I'm genuinely excited doing it. These guys are my childhood friends. And I've gone through, mud, literally mud. been going through a lot with them. And, you know, I've given hints on the tour. Like, I don't know how much longer I'll be playing. And in my eyes, I know that I'm going to give everything this last Oz Open. I'm not saying it's my last one, but I don't know if I'll be playing consecutive ones. And this is something that I want to keep doing for a long, long time. So... Keep supporting us and let's make this, you know, let's, let's do it. You know what I mean? Let's do it. Let's do it, boys. Boys, you know I mean? enjoy. Um, guys listening out there, um, ease up, ease up. <laughs> we still got to sign off this bad boy. Um, if you are listening out there on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, just make sure you guys hit all the follow buttons on that. Show some love. Um, and then I think most importantly, you got to follow the gram. But we'll, uh, we'll see you guys in the next step. Peace out, baby. Sounds good.